Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome back to the Cyber Law Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Spencer Pollock, cybersecurity attorney from Niles Barton and Wilmer. Glad to have you here for episode six, where we're going to talk ransomware. I've been getting a lot of great questions and discussion points about ransomware. Keep them coming. Call me, 443-381-3586, or email me at sspollock, that's P-O-L-L-O-C-K, at nilesbarton.com. So let's jump into the topic of ransomware. And I wanted to talk about this because ransomware is one of the most insidious and rampant attacks that we're seeing right now. Just last week, Baltimore County Public Schools had a ransomware attack where hackers took over all their systems and held them hostage. But it's not just schools, hospitals, banks, government institutions, manufacturers, marketers. It doesn't really matter what your company does or how big or how small it is. Everyone is a target of a ransomware attack. So what is a ransomware attack? To put it simply, it's where someone gets into your systems, takes them over, and says to you, we've got control of your systems, we're not giving it back to you, unless you pay X. If you refuse to pay X, we're dumping all of your information into the public. And that's a scary thought. And that's something all of us, all organizations have to tackle when dealing with ransomware. And I look at the things that we need to think about that basically fall into four buckets. The legal, the financial, the reputational, and the moral. So let's break down each of those. So first with the legal, about two months ago, the Treasury Department came out and said, look, we know you're paying these ransoms. You better be careful and you better not be paying terrorists or state-sponsored actors. Because if you are, you're in violation of the law and we might come after you. And that's a really scary thought. And then it's also determining what laws have impacted you because the hackers now are in your systems. They're looking at your information. They're potentially taking your information. And so it's knowing what kind of laws are impacting you and are applicable to you to determine how you're going to handle those laws to stay in compliance. Next is the financial. Obviously, it's a big financial hit to have to pay a ransom. You know, ransoms range in the hundreds of thousands to the millions, which is a huge financial obligation if you end up paying it. But it's not just that. It's the loss of business income that you have to handle. Think about if your systems were down for two or three weeks and you can't produce the products that you make, you can't give the services that you do, you can't respond to emails from your clients. Basically, you're not bringing in any revenue and you're not fulfilling the promises that you made to your clients. And think about how much money that would cost your organization. Next is the reputational. Imagine a ransomware attack happening and you're not preparing your employees and your enterprise to handle questions that are coming from your clients. For example, if during a ransomware, one of your major clients calls in and talks to an employee and says, what's going on? Nobody's answering my emails. We didn't get product X from you. Tell me what's happening. And the employee says, we're under attack. We don't know what to do. We don't know what information was taken. Call back in a week. Imagine how terrible that would be for you. And now imagining that getting out to the public to all of your clients. So it's understanding that you have to get your messaging internally and externally tight and on point. Because you want to assuage people and make sure that they're not scared 
and they understand that you have the situation under control. Finally, it's the moral obligation. We don't want to pay terrorists. We don't want to negotiate with terrorists. We don't want to pay criminals. And that's a fundamental moral principle. But the real question is, can you handle the consequences of not paying? And so all these questions, all these areas are being weighed by boards of directors, CEOs, C-suite levels on a daily basis. And they're weighing the costs and risks or benefits of each. But let me tell you, organizations that are prepared for a ransomware attack, that know who, need they, who they need to involve, who have the plans in place, and who understand their obligations, are way ahead of the curve. And we know by the statistics, and we know by the research, that they're able to greatly reduce the harms that come from these kinds of attacks. So I'll tell you what I tell every one of my clients. Prepare, prepare, prepare. The more you prepare for these types of attacks, the better you're going to be able to prevent and mitigate the potential catastrophic harms. So that's what we're seeing today is the ransomware attacks and the evolution of these kind of cyber attacks that we're dealing with. But we're rising to the occasion, we're rising to the challenges, and I know we're going to continue to do that. So I appreciate you being here. If you have questions, comments, feel free to call me or email 443-381-3586 or email me sspollock, P-O-L-L-O-C-K, at nilesbarton.com. And I'll see you on the next episode of the Cyber Law Revolution.